Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is KSL's Religion Today, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner, on KSL News Radio. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. In the last few weeks, I've had conversations, which I hope were useful, with some friends of mine who were really concerned about their children. Doesn't this seem to be a universal concern? Everyone, at one point or another, just has anxiety and concern about their children and the direction they're going. This seems to be a universal thing. One of the points that is brought up that perhaps ought to be more hopeful is the second article of faith. On March 1st of 1842, Joseph Smith wrote a letter which began like this. At the request of Mr. John Wentworth, editor and proprietor of the Chicago Democrat, I've written the following sketch of the rise, progress, persecution, and faith of the Latter-day Saints, of which I have the honor under God of being the founder. This is where our Articles of Faith came about. And the second one is... Quote, we believe that men, or all people, will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgression, close quote. Stated another way, this means that everyone is responsible for their own life and won't be punished because of what their parents have done, nor vice versa. Now, this is of little comfort in some ways to parents who worry that something they may have done has led their child astray. Others are worried that their child has free agency and there's nothing they can do that will bring them back into the church. Well, those are a little bit negative of comments, but I I suppose not unfounded. My purpose today is to give some wonderful, marvelous quotes and to tell you to never give up on your children for some very good reasons, not just some pie-in-the-sky altruistic ones, but for some very good reasons because of some very good reasons of God and some very good reasons of our prophets and leaders, all of whom have said some wonderful things on this very topic. Many people who have anxiety over their children and their direction might think of Exodus chapter 34, verse 7, 
in Numbers chapter 14, verse 8, where we read, quote, the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children will be visited by God to the third and fourth generation, close quote. We even have a similar idea in the Book of Mormon in Jacob chapter 3, verse 9, which says that the filthiness that came upon certain people is because of their fathers. This would seem to indicate that if parents do something wrong, their parents might not turn out very well. But the contrary, therefore, must also be true. And that is that if you do good things, try to do good things, then your children will seem, according to these promises, to be able in the long run to do well. What I've noticed and observed about parents is that if anything goes wrong, it's always their fault. If anything goes well, it doesn't have much to do with them. It's always God and free agency. Now, that's not a very fair way to look at things. Here's a long-term perspective that I would like everybody to think about. We learn, according to the parable of talents, that God entrusts every one of us with certain talents, certain abilities. And we also know that despite all of our best wishes for our children and all of our righteous desires for ourselves, that we will make errors. After all, we know that there must be opposition in all things and that we find evil before us almost every day in our lives. However, those things can all work together for our good and for the good of our children. The reason why at the core of it all is because even though there is free agency and we cannot make our children be good and they can't make us be good, and God cannot make us be good, we have all chosen to be here. We have all chosen to be in this life because of innate ideas that we have received and understood and cherished in life before. Let me say that again a little different way. We would not have the children we have. Our parents would not have had us, and we would have not had them if it were not part of a plan we had chosen for this life. And we would not be here at all as part of a wonderful restored gospel if we had not made choices in the previous life and in this life which would give us those wonderful opportunities. That also means that those great opportunities and those things that make sense to us before this life and in this life and in the future life are the kinds of things that will, in all likelihood, as you will see from some of these wonderful general authority quotes from Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, and many, many others right up through the present, are the things that make it so that as we work hard to teach our children what's right. Eventually, they will come around 
because it is in their personality to do so, and hence they will make those choices by free will. Joseph Smith said, quote, When a seal is put upon the father and mother, it secures their posterity so that they cannot be lost, but will be saved by virtue of the covenant of their father and mother. I have a declaration to make as to the provisions which God hath made to suit the conditions of man, made from before the foundation of the world. What has Jesus said? All sin and all blasphemies and every transgression, except one that man can be guilty of, may be forgiven. And there is a salvation for all men, either in this world or the world to come. And then he goes on a little later to say, quote, Every man who has a friend in the eternal world can save him. And so you can see how far you can be a savior, close quote. Now, aren't your children your best friends or the ones you care the most about? You will be able to to save them if you work at it. Quote, There is never a time when the spirit is too old to approach God. All are within the reach of pardoning mercy. Close quote. Another Joseph Smith statement. Joseph Smith also said, quote, Our Heavenly Father is more liberal, and that's not politically, but open would be the way we would say it. Our Father in Heaven is more open in his views and boundless in his mercies and blessings than we are ready to believe or receive, close quote. Brigham Young also made this comment that's fascinating to me. Quote, take a righteous course and strive with all your might never to do wrong, but to do good all your lives. And if you have one child or a hundred child or a hundred children, If they conduct themselves towards you as you conduct yourself towards them, eventually, I care not where those children go, they are bound up to their parents by an everlasting tie. No power on earth or hell can separate them from their parents in eternity. They will return again to the fountain from whence they sprang. Wilford Woodruff had a similar idea, which we will get to right on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. We're talking about parents and wayward children, why you should never give up hope. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Martin Tanner continues on KSL News Radio. This is Religion Today. If you have a question or comment about this program or any other program, send me an email. Send it to martinstanner at gmail.com. I will be happy to respond. Wilford Woodruff said, quote, I tell you 
when the prophets and apostles go to preach to those who are shut up in prison, thousands of them will embrace the gospel. They know more in that world than we do here, close quote. Now, that may not be much comfort for people to do it today who have wayward children, but the point is, if we shouldn't give up because people will come to the Lord in the next life, we should certainly not give up in this life either. Lorenzo Snow made a similar comment, quote, when the gospel is preached to the spirits in prison, the success attending that preaching will be far greater than that attending the preaching of our elders in this life. I believe there will be very few indeed of those spirits who will not gladly receive the gospel when it is carried to them. The circumstances there will be a thousand times more favorable, close quote. And he went on to say specifically about our topic today, quote, you that are mourning about your children straying away will have your sons and your daughters. If you succeed in passing through these trials and afflictions, you will, by the power of the priesthood, work in labor as the Son of God has until you get all your sons and daughters in the path of exaltation and glory. This is just as sure as that sun rose this morning over yonder hills. Therefore, mourn not because of your sons and daughters, not following the path that you have marked out to them, or give heed to your counsels. Inasmuch as we succeed in securing eternal life and stand as saviors and as kings and priests to our God, we will save our posterity, close quote. There's another wonderful quote specifically about parents and children from Orson F. Whitney that I love. He said, quote, you parents of the willful and the wayward, don't give them up. Don't cast them off. They are not utterly lost. The shepherd will find his sheep. They were his before they were yours, long before he entrusted them to your care. And you cannot begin to love them as he loves them. They have but strayed in ignorance from the path of right, and God is merciful to ignorance. Close quote. Another comment that brings great, great feelings of hope to most people is the sealing power that Joseph Smith instituted in the world. We find it in the temple. Do you believe that somehow the only people that saving power will have through sealing is those who are perfect or close to perfect, those who have never strayed, those who have died without repenting in this life? I do not believe that. That has never been stated. The prophet Joseph Smith declared, and he never taught a more comforting doctrine, that, quote, the eternal sealings of faithful parents and the divine promises made to them for valiant service in the cause of truth would save not only themselves, but likewise their posterity, close quote. That's a beautiful promise. Quote, either in this life or the life to come, they will return. They may have to pay their debt to justice. They may suffer for their sins. They may tread a thorny path, but it leads 
damn at last, like the penitent prodigal, to a loving and forgiving father's heart and home. The painful experience will not have been in vain. Pray for your careless and disobedient children. Hold on to them with your hope. Hold on, trust on, till you see the salvation of God. Close quote. This is not an ancient doctrine in the church. This is something that is still being taught today. Elder James E. Faust made a similar statement. Quote, A principle in this statement that is often overlooked is that they must fully repent, suffer for their sins, and pay their debt to justice. But if the repentance of the wayward children does not happen in this life, it is still possible for the cords of the ceilings to be strong enough for them to work out their repentance in the next. Close quote. Elder Carmack made this comment, quoting an earlier famous general authority, James Talmadge. He said, quote, I promise the saints, if their lives are such that they can look their sons and daughters in the face, and if any of them have gone astray, that the parents are able to say it's contrary my, to my instructions and my life's example. It is against every effort of love, long-suffering, faith, prayer, and devotion that that boy or girl has gone. I promise you, fathers and mothers, that not one of them shall be lost, close quote. Gordon B. Hinckley, President Hinckley said this, quote, I leave my blessing upon you. May there be a sense of security and peace and love among your children, precious children, every one of them, even those who may have strayed. I hope you don't lose patience with them. I hope you go on praying for them and don't hesitate to do so. I don't hesitate to promise that if you do, the Lord will touch their hearts and bring them back to you with love, respect, and appreciation. Close quote. There are many other similar statements by general authorities. You might say, you might rationalize that one of them is wrong, that one of them was just trying to be altruistic, that they really were overstating the case. But it's not just one. It is many, many, many general authorities who have talked about how the binding, sealing power of the temple and of the bonds that we have secured in coming to earth as family units will be there in this life as they were in the prior life and as they will yet be in the world to come, even for those who have strayed, even for those who have passed away in the midst of doing things that were inappropriate. There is always hope. Do not ever give up hope. One of the great things that I have recently read about the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I believe this to be a wonderful part of our church, is that we are more likely as a church to be educated, more likely to be active, defined as going to church more than once in a month, and also as being happier than the general public at large, 
and as being more hopeful about the future than most people. This is a fascinating thing, that those who are very religious tend to be the happiest, that those who are very religious, especially those who are Latter-day Saints, have a greater hope in the future. And that should be for our children, even those who have temporarily lost their way. One of the great comments about our church came from a fascinating source. It was Leo Tolstoy, yes, the, the famous author, and he made this comment about the church. He said that if the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he said it this way, quote, if Mormonism is able to endure unmodified until it reaches the third and fourth generation, it is destined to become the greatest power the world has ever known, close quote. And he's not talking about a political power. And he is not talking about coercion. He is talking about that binding priesthood power and ability, the ability to bring those to God who have strayed, including wayward children. Never give up hope. Never lose faith in God or in your ability to help your children. Join me again next week. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.